Hi, everyone. Let's go ahead and talk about narcissistic rage. It is Wednesday, October 21. And October 21st, October 21. And usually when we hear about narcissistic rage, it is it sends out a message of toxicity, unhealth, explosive anger, going above and beyond the anger mode and going into rage, you know, and can be very detrimental, can be very toxic, can potentially be very dangerous emotionally, mentally, energetically. If there is, if that rage has a target. Now, if the rage, if the narcissist that is having the rage is directing it towards a target, which is what they usually do, then that's when it can be detrimental. It can be wounding emotionally, mentally, or whatever, energetically, spiritually, practically. That's how, that's when narcissistic rage is unhealthy. I feel that narcissistic rage is quite healthy when it doesn't have a target. Because let's look at the narcissist for a minute and why the narcissist is a narcissist. You know, out of all of the mental illnesses that were created, the person was not born but was created due to how they were treated, how they were brought up, how they were raised. Those first 12 months being most definitely important as it relates to their development emotionally, that nurturing and development coming from the mother primarily. I feel that those that have issues regarding that are the ones that are, if we talk about the deserving of compassion, the narcissist most definitely is one of that group that were created. Because remember, the narcissist is created. It is not, the, that person is not born. So they will be deserving of compassion. Now, it's where, because they did, they're not, they did not choose to be a narcissist. And they were not born a narcissist like that. So, It's kind of like the cards they were dealt <laughs> like that. But what makes it more compassion worthy is that they were created, narcissism is created by the mother, the one that is looked at as that child's First, engagement, interaction as it relates to emotional nurturance and the creation of the emotional body, the emotional intelligence like that. And the narcissist is The narcissist, because we know that the narcissist has narcissistic rage, we know that the narcissist has emotional death. Because rage is an emotion. Anger is an emotion. 
you know, most people like to take things like happiness and, and crying as emotions is or sympathy or empathy going external to other people as they relate and talk about what they give, how empathetic they are. And they like to look at that as only emotion. Anger and rage are also emotions. Rage is one of the most (laughs) depthful emotions you can experience. As yours or being on the other end of that receiving it. You know, it's going to hit you harder than happiness. Somebody's happiness will or your own happiness. So there's a lot of depth to the narcissist. <laughs> you know, it's just that it has not been looked at that way because rage is toxic. But not really. It's toxic when it has a target or it's toxic when it's held internally and not released. It's toxic for the person that has the rage. The narcissist has not developed through nurturance, through empathy shown to them by that primary parent, which is the mother, the ability to 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 transform or transmute, digest, purge out their own emotions in a healthy way. The narcissist has not learned to do that. That's why they hold in and then they'll have all these outbursts because the narcissist has not been healing. The narcissist has been holding in or holding on to it. Depends on what type of narcissist it is. There are different types of narcissists. We always hear about, as I stated in the other podcast about narcissists, about the narcissist that is cold and detached and all of that. There are other types of narcissists that are very much in connection with their emotions and feelings. Their greatest conversation is about how empathetic they are. But as it relates to their own wounding and their own healing, they are, their narcissism is the not, the transmutation of the emotions that go with the experience is do holding on to the emotions, therefore holding on to the experience, and the mother can then become the narcissist supply that created this narcissist. Like that, where every time it's thoughts about the mother, they go into that, how they felt, what happened, whatever, whatever, and she's the narcissist supply. The mother can take herself out of their life Because she would be the narcissist supply, even though she is what created this narcissist. If she wanted to engage in that narcissistic dynamic, power play, darkness, with what she created, she would be fully engaged with it. In it. Sometimes the mother can go into her own solid treatment to get away from, get reprieved from the monster that she created. That monster she created, not not that the narcissist is a monster, but the emotions have become toxic. You know, and is not wanting that. They want the confrontation because they think the confrontation means healing. 
And if they're given a confrontation, it still doesn't resolve the issue because confrontation doesn't denote healing. You can listen to this narcissist that was created, talk about their issue, talk about their wounding, talk about their pain. 20, 40 years they could talk about it. Everybody can listen. Stranger, doctor, healer, mirror, and the narcissist is still not changing because that conversation, those toxic emotions that this narcissist can hate and love are not being healed and released. It's just that like you're stoking the embers to keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. And the world has, the world supports narcissism. The world supports narcissism. Everybody loves to hear somebody's sob story. Nobody says, well, yeah, we're compassionate. We understand your sob story. But what are you doing to release yourself from this story? as opposed to stoking the embers and keeping the story alive. Then what the narcissist needs is to be placed in a safe place, a padded room, or some type of solitude so that they can have their narcissistic rage, which will come in spurts and outbursts. It'll take more than one time. And they have it by themselves. And they purge those emotions and feelings out. But the narcissist does not see itself as a narcissist. It sees itself as the narcissist feels that it's the victim. And the narcissist could have been a victim. We have different types. The narcissist is a victim and it sees itself as the victim. <laughs> it's hard to heal a victim, you know. And the narcissist wants its victimization validated. But that does, still does not appease and heal the narcissist. The narcissist is in need of a special and specific type of healing that would come across as an exorcism. <laughs> but not really an exorcism, but it would be that because, you know, the narcissist is going to fight back. The narcissist is going to fight back because the narcissist wound is a wound that is, is deep. Is deep, but the narcissist does not need sympathy. The narcissist does not need that wound fed. The narcissist needs that person that can look them in the eye as they tell their sob story and say, for every sob story you could tell, there's somebody else that could tell a worse one. And that's still not an excuse not to heal.